A group of entitled Karens tried to rob my goodwill that I was working at. But after watching them try to steal merchandise, I not only confronted them about trying to steal from my store, but I banned them all from my store for life. Here's what happened. So today's tale of audacity comes once again from the halls of Goodwill Industries, the Valhalla of entitled jerks everywhere. I had just put out a new cart of items before the store opened, which is something I would usually do. I'm an early bird, and I truly love sorting through all the donations. I've been a junker since birth. Anyways, every morning, I'd get in about an hour early, so I had the place to myself. I would bring my tea, sort out a new cart, and make sure there was new stuff out on the floor. This particular morning, there was a large cart of hats. Men's hats, women's hats, all of various kinds. This will be important later. So I opened the store and went about my day. That is, until this particular group of nasty old Karens came in. I had dealt with them on several occasions. They always came in a group and always had something to complain about or were generally just a pain. And today would be one of their most offensive displays. So I stop what I'm doing and go behind the register so I can both keep an eye on them and not subject my employees to their nonsense. One of these wild Karens immediately goes for the hats, the very ones I just put out. I watch this grown woman in at least her 70s go through it, find one that she likes, and put it on her head, which is no big deal. I just figure that she's wearing it up to the register. So they go about their shopping, complaining about this and that and the other, saying stuff like, where's the new stuff? Why don't you have this thing or that thing? Why don't you have a bathroom? All forms and manners of stupidity. Eventually, it leads up to checkout time. The first Karen checks out and complains about no senior discount, despite being told by me personally at least half a dozen times that we don't actually have that. Maybe she figures I'll magically find one someday. The next Karen goes through without any issue. Now comes the hat Karen. I ring her up, then I ask for the hat that she's wearing so I can ring it up as well. This old Karen has the audacity to say to me, oh, this is my hat. I look at her incredulously and I ask her, really? So you wore that in, huh? She says to me, yes, I did. And I don't like what you're implying. I say to her, oh, I'm not implying anything. I'm flat out telling you that you're a liar and a thief. I personally am the one that put that hat out for sale today before anyone else was even in here. The Karen then says, no, you're wrong. This is my hat. With another one of the Karens chiming in and saying that she wore this to their house yesterday. I say to him, you do know we have security cameras, right? Would you like to see when you put it on your head? This Karen then doubles back. She says to me, oh, I must have been confused. I have one just like it. How much could it really be anyways? I say it's $19.99 now. This Karen goes, what? You can't do that. Where's your manager? I pull my little name tag off and I show the Karen that in fact it says that I'm the manager. I say to her, unfortunately for you, I am the manager. Even more unfortunate, I literally watched you put it on your head. So now you're not buying any of this. You're banned from my store and I'll be reporting you to the main office. One of the other Karens screams at me and says that I can't do that. With this initial Karen saying, no, I need this stuff. You can't ban me. So I look at the other Karen and I say, now you're both banned. Looking at the rest of the group, I say to them, would the rest of you like to join these two? So they stood there, squawking like ducks for a few minutes until they realized I wasn't going to ring them up. Then the first two of the group started to speak up. Well, then we're not going to shop here either. I want a refund. You just lost some good customers. I say to them, no, I just lost a bunch of old you-know-whats who do nothing but complain. And unfortunately for you, all sales are final. There will be no refunds. Now either get out or I'll call the cops and trespass the bunch of you. They squeaked and squawked a bit more 
car, and then they started to leave. However, we weren't done yet. The hat Karen tries to take the hat with her. I literally have to come around the counter and take it from her before she gets out the door. The hat Karen then shouts out that she's going to sue me as well as this whole place for harassment. I then say to her, go right ahead and try and find a lawyer that will listen to an old bat like you. I'll be here if you do. Thanks for shopping at Goodwill and please never come back to my store. Then I closed and locked the door and went and I ate my lunch. And you know what? I never heard anything about it ever again. What an awesome story. This guy did exactly what all of us wish we could do to any Karen coming into our store. I know for a fact that when I work customer service, I wish many times I could tell off customers like this, especially someone who's trying to blatantly steal. Like, are you serious? You're really going to try and rob this store right in front of this guy who saw it happen? Like, that's ridiculous and that's so inappropriate. The original poster also goes on to say that the only reason they were able to get away with speaking to them like this was because they were the only person who could manage online sales. And that was for the entire region of stores. So they could literally get away with anything and no one was really going to complain, which basically gave him a license to talk back. So seriously, good for this original poster. These Karens absolutely had it coming, especially since they tried to rob Goodwill of all places. And honestly, with the way they were acting, they truly did deserve to get put in their place. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. An entitled couple demand my free barbecue for themselves, despite the fact that someone else had already claimed it and was on their way to my house to pick it up. But despite explaining that to them, they simply wouldn't take no for an answer. And now I'm not sure if I made the right decision by giving it to this other person. Here's what happened. So this just happened 30 minutes ago. I had a barbecue and I posted to Facebook Marketplace for free. We're getting renovations done and our balcony will be replaced so I couldn't keep it. Anyways, I got 104 messages for this thing. I messaged the very first person back and they said they would come and get it at 6 p.m. today. I spent the time cleaning it and bringing it downstairs to the parking garage, which by the way was not easy and she eventually no-shows. Now when this happened, I was so annoyed. So I slapped a sign on it that said it was for free and I put it on the curb. I live on a quieter street, so I decided to message a few of the first responders and drop them a pin just to let them know that I put it on the curb and it's first come first serve. I go out two hours later and nobody has picked it up. So I open Facebook to let a few more people know when I see that one of them messaged me saying she's recently divorced with two kids and doesn't have a lot of money at the moment and she's asking if I would be willing to hold the barbecue for 30 minutes while she drives there to go and pick it up. She says that she will get into her car this minute if I can hold the barbecue. So I agreed and pulled it into our parking garage out of sight of our street view. I put a sign on it for my neighbors just letting them know someone will be picking it up in 30 minutes so please do not touch it. I did not bother messaging the people I sent the pin to because I thought a reasonable person would expect the barbecue to be gone off the curb after more than two hours and to be honest it's free so I just don't really care that much. I go to check my mail and when I come back there's a car in the parkade and two people unscrewing the sidearms. I asked them if one of them was Jane who was the person I spoke to on Facebook and they said no. So I then asked them why they're taking my barbecue apart and the guy says I told him he could have it. I said I dropped a general pin to the curb and said first come first serve. I said it was no longer on the curb and therefore it's no longer available. It had already been two and a half hours at this point and the lady who said she's coming for it is only about eight minutes away. I apologized to them and I explained the whole situation above but he was not having it. He insists that he's here and now it's going to be his. I told him that he's on my property 
property and it belongs to me. And I'm saying that it's not his. I literally point out that he has entered our garage out of view of the street. He shows me that he messaged me to say okay and I show him the 104 other messages I received about it because he won't believe that I didn't specifically invite him to my home and promise him a barbecue. I said that's not a confirmation and you knew that there was a chance that you would come here and there would be no barbecue. At this point, his wife says, that's really bad business. But I respond by saying, it's not business. It's a free barbecue. At this point, they start yelling at me and threatening me with karma. And honestly, thank God I live in a building with good security. I told them my karma was giving a barbecue to a struggling person for free. And it's bad karma on them to act like this over an honest mistake and a person who is just trying to do the right thing. At this point, my neighbors come out and he backs his car out. But when I say it's bad karma on them, he stops his car facing me and there was honestly a moment I thought he might run me over. Anyways, these entitled people left and two minutes later, the nicest person ever shows up and me and my neighbor helped her take the barbecue apart and pack it to move. The whole time, she's so grateful and at the end, she says to me, I really believe in karma. Thank you so much for this and I hope somebody pays it forward for you. So honestly, was I in the wrong here or were these people just completely entitled? I get being annoyed, but that's the chance you take when it's first come first serve. What should I do? I honestly don't think you did anything wrong. That entitled couple was being incredibly entitled. They literally walked off the curb, saw this barbecue and just started taking it apart. That in my opinion is not only very invasive, but they also could have gotten it wrong. They could have been accidentally taking apart someone else's barbecue. And you know what? It was a free barbecue. So for them to complain and be like, wow, we got here after someone very clearly needed it much more is really entitled in my opinion. So I would not worry about it. These people already radiate bad karma and proof of that alone is seriously by the way they acted. My mother-in-law suddenly wants to come over and is refusing to tell us if she's sick, which is crucial information to protect my newborn child. And now I seriously don't know what to do. So my mother-in-law just came back from a trip abroad. Her flight was literally two days ago. She has a funeral in our area, so she told me that she will be visiting us today, literally giving us one day notice. I told my husband that his mother didn't even ask to come over. She just literally told me that she will be coming. We have had discussions about boundaries before, and I asked my husband previously to let his mother-in-law know that she has to ask before visiting and not just turn up, which she has done before. When we have visitors, we always ask if they are healthy. On top of having three small children, four years of age and under, we also have a newborn who also has low white blood cells, which most people know means that they are not great at fighting infections. My mother-in-law has had a particularly bad record of visiting us while she's sick, whether it's having stomach problems or colds or shingles or anything like that. When my husband asked her if she was healthy, she had a go at him, complaining that he always asked this and that his other brother who has a child doesn't ask her these questions, while also saying that our little boy is already sick with a stomach bug as it is. She went on and on and my husband went on to explain himself. The short notice and not asking wasn't even discussed, but that question alone was problem enough. Today, my husband and I agreed about something unrelated, mainly because I am suffering from postpartum anxiety and I get very stressed about visitors, cleaning and housing, so I was feeling heightened. And he actually said to me that it's my fault that his mom feels unwelcome because I'm putting things into his head that he's then putting on her. I am actually really bothered by this because he's had many problems setting boundaries with his parents and I thought it was getting better, but because his mom had a go at him, suddenly he shouldn't be asking if she's healthy because it may upset her. To me and everyone else we've asked, it's very 
very understandable why someone with a newborn would ask these questions. But my mother-in-law is very sensitive to being given boundaries and usually has a way of talking my husband into and around things. I'm honestly not sure what to do of how to address this, especially this comment from my husband. What should I do? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Your husband is being absolutely ridiculous. How can he not understand that your newborn has a bad immune system? Like literally, they can get sick very easily and the worst could happen. How on earth can he not understand that he needs to know if his mom is sick or not? And you know what? She probably sprung this on you last second because she knew she could get past your husband. Not because she didn't know about your boundaries, but because she knew a way to get around them. For whatever reason, she doesn't want you to know whether or not she's sick. And that is really gross in my opinion. I mean, you have a newborn child whose body cannot handle getting sick. That is something that everybody needs to take seriously. And it's especially not helpful that your husband literally just doesn't care. He's only appealing to his mother who's clearly just manipulating him. So no, you didn't do anything wrong in this situation. Your husband's being an idiot and your mother-in-law is being incredibly selfish. Because before you know it, your kid's gonna get sick. And the only person to blame is gonna be your mother-in-law and your husband for letting it happen. Am I the jerk for telling my parents to get divorced in the middle of an airport? Here's what happened. So my family and I went to Italy this past week for a vacation. It was my parents, my 17-year-old sister, my aunt, my 27-year-old cousin, and it was mostly a good time. It was pretty hot out, but the art was cool and I was excited about that. Our flight home was three connecting flights, Venice to Montreal, Montreal to Toronto, and Toronto to my home city. That is a lot of flying. It was a 30-hour day. My aunt and cousin got on a different flight out of Venice since they both live further away. My parents have hated each other since I was 11 years old. They almost got divorced when I was 13, but changed their minds and will never let me forget that they stayed together for the kids, meaning that I'm the reason that they're so miserable, and they sure do love to tell me that all the time. Anyways, our flight delays, and we have to sprint through Montreal. Customs take forever, and my parents suck at technology. My dad snapped at my mom, my mom snapped back, my dad started flirting with the flight attendant, and some other lady in the air 
airport and my mom shut down and almost didn't get on the flight home and they had been screaming loudly at each other for everyone in the Toronto airport to hear. It was really embarrassing. I've been in and out of therapy for over a decade now, dealing with their garbage because they won't go and I end up being the collateral every time they would fight in front of me and this would happen my entire childhood. But while we were waiting to board, my dad starts chatting up some lady in front of my mom who texts me the following message. She says to me, if your boyfriend treats you badly, you can break up with him. I have no option like that. Dad is now enjoying his second conversation with a second single woman since we left Italy and hasn't had one polite conversation with me. Just demeaning once. I have no options like you did. And at this point, I finally snapped. I yelled at both of them by saying, stop acting like children. This is not appropriate to do in front of me and my sister. Either go to therapy or get divorced. I'm tired of being your collateral every time you are at each other's throats. After I said that, they both laid into me for embarrassing them, as if they weren't fully doing it themselves. I was on hour 30 of no sleep. I was hungry, and I was about to get on my third flight of the night. I don't live with them, and I have my own place. But for the past year, anytime they do this garbage, I just get up and leave. Unfortunately, that was not possible in an airplane. They've both been laying into me for embarrassing and disrespecting them since the incident. And honestly, I don't know what to do. Maybe they need to get embarrassed in the airport. This garbage just can't be normal. But maybe I'm playing the victim like my mom says. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. Honestly, I find it very comical that your mom and dad were trying to say that you embarrassed them. Because honestly, it's the other way around. Think about it for a second. Your dad is going around flirting with some of the flight attendants and other women in the airport, all right in front of your mother and you and your sister. Like, that is already incredibly weird and very sketchy. And also, I'm right there with you. If they really hate each other that much, why on earth are they sticking around? Why have they seriously decided to sacrifice their happiness just for the sake of kids who clearly hate them? Like, they're obviously doing things the wrong way, and they're basically trying to pin their terrible marriage on their children. And that's not fair at all. That literally is not their fault. It's also really sketchy how your mom's like, if you have a boyfriend, you can break up with them. And basically trying to go to you for some kind of solace about her failing marriage. Like, you are her child. You're not her therapist. This is so inappropriate, it's not even funny. And it also doesn't help that everybody is sleep-deprived and hungry. I know personally, I can handle not having food or sleep for a long time. But when you have hotheads like your mom and dad, who snap at the drop of a hat, it makes it seem like you're walking on eggshells just to get things done. And that's not fair for you all in the slightest. So good for you for at least having a place to live, as well as putting your foot down and telling them to stop it. Because the way they were acting in that airport was completely inappropriate. And honestly, someone had to say something sooner than later. Am I the jerk for putting realistic fake spiders all over my room to try and stop my cousins from barging in? Here's what happened. So my cousins, by the name of Jason and Alan, moved in earlier this year, along with my aunt, since she's been going through a divorce at the moment. Jason and Alan are not their real names. They are very rambunctious, which I guess is normal for little kids to an extent. But it's been getting very annoying because they keep barging into my room constantly. I've tried talking to them multiple times that I want space to be respected. I also talk to my aunt about it, but they keep doing it and she doesn't really enforce that boundary. They barge into my room whenever I'm tutoring as well. I put up a sign on the door saying to not come in because I'm tutoring a student, but they'll ignore it and sometimes come in two to three times during an hour-long tutoring session. These interruptions are very annoying and distracting to both me and the person I'm trying to tutor. I try talking to my parents about it and the fact that my aunt is 
isn't enforcing the boundary I set with my cousins. But they told me not to press my aunt about it because divorce is hard and they don't want her to become depressed. My parents also don't let me lock my door unless I'm getting dressed. If I try, my cousins will run to my parents and usually my dad will bang on the door until I open it up. They don't see my cousins barging in as a big deal since my tutoring is technically volunteer work for my school's honor society and it's not a real job in their eyes. Since my aunt and parents are refusing to really do anything, I've decided to start putting realistic fake spiders all over my room. I ordered some off of Amazon and also paid a friend who's into ceramics to make some. Like most people, my cousins hate spiders and after a few days of discovering spiders on the doorknob and inside my room, my cousins now avoid my room like the plague. My parents got concerned that my room might actually be infested with spiders and wasn't happy when they realized the spiders were fake. I pointed out that I'm not breaking any rules and I got my cousins to avoid my room without making my aunt depressed by making her enforce the boundaries with my cousins. My parents told me that I was being mean to children whose parents just divorced and I should be ashamed of myself for purposefully scaring them instead of being more patient. I feel I have a right to privacy and when I'm tutoring my student, they also have a right to be in an uninterrupted session. But are my parents right? Am I actually the jerk in this situation? What should I do? I think that your parents are being absolutely ridiculous. Like seriously, you've asked them to step in. You've asked your cousins not to come into your room and you've literally done everything you can do to keep them out. They're being annoying and they're interrupting what you're trying to do with your tutoring. Which by the way, that is absolutely a job. Yeah, you're doing it for school hours and you're doing it as volunteer work, but it still requires a lot of work. So the fact that they're not respecting that is really toxic in my opinion. And those little cousins are really obnoxious. I think I would lose my mind if they seriously were acting like that. Your parents are being irrational and they're not listening to you, which is so bad. Like here you are trying to do something extra for school and they're just running to your dad and your dad's banging on your door anytime you lock it. Also, it's really weird that you can't lock your door. Like literally that's the solution to this problem. It's not like you're hiding anything and I'm assuming that you only lock it when you're trying to get stuff done. So you know what? I'm right there with you. If your parents aren't going to do anything about this, well then you can try and do something yourself. And that solution probably is just putting spiders up all over your room. If these fake spiders is what keeps these kids out, then fine, let's put them all over the place. Because they're honestly being obnoxious and they're interrupting something that's important to you. And if I was in your shoes and I had no other options in front of me, this is absolutely something I would do. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.